going on everybody it is time for the binge boys podcast i'm your host logan and i am joined as always by my friend and colleague matt potter how we doing matt doing well logan uh welcome to everyone listening today including tanner who just literally joined as the intro was dropping the man of perfect timing himself what up tanner how you doing guys yeah, we're we're doing great, and we are just a couple seconds before <laughs> before you. Tanner is going through some wait it really? technical difficulties. Yep, see, he's just <laughs> not realizing that uh that he is the man of uh of wait, great wait. delay today. Yep, yep. No, I think so, I hi, great delay today, right? You just said that. Yep, yep. That's what's happening. <laughs> that's what's happening. Okay, we're good. Oh, that's what's happening. That's what, that's what you just said. Okay, sweet. We're back. Let's Sheesh. do it. Sheesh. Nobody's doing real-time lag fixes. Thinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is the Binge Boys podcast, y'all, and we got a lot to talk about today. So we're just going to mash that intro button and just say that, you know what we talk about by now? We talk about movies and TV, and if you want to follow along, make sure you're following along on the social media platforms at Binge Boys Pod, and just make sure you're telling a friend, coworker, relative girlfriend, boyfriend, pet, uh, neighbor, <laughs> mailman. Tell somebody, tell the FedEx guy, hey, on your drive, listen to the Binge Boys podcast. Dude, we really should, we should go after, there's never been more delivery drivers in America. We should be the official entertainment podcast of the delivery service industry. That would be super epic. And I'll talk to the drivers that drive our trucks at Publix. How about that? That's, that's even better good so um so with that said folks uh we got a ton to speak about so today so last week cinemacon occurred and cinemacon is a yearly conference where the entertainment industry hosts uh america's theater owners and they host them and talk about what's coming out in the the next year of movies uh just to prepare theater owners for what's going on so i'm actually combining headline and topic number one as CinemaCon because I'm just going to rattle off what was done at CinemaCon and we'll pause and talk about it if needed and if not we'll just stroll right through um any objections objection <laughs> well I I overrule it I'm, I'm voting with Logan sorry Tanner Sheesh. but uh with that said then let's go ahead and get right into it again there's there's just so much to talk about so cinemacon everybody so what happens is the different studios they gather and they hold it's almost like e3 or comic-con where the major studios that being sony warner brothers disney universal and paramount they all each host a day of the week and and they kind of hold a panel and there's Q and A's and there's interviews and footage. And sometimes they even show movies in full uh, to the CinemaCon audience exclusively, which is super huge. So I'm going to just go ahead and start from the beginning. The first company that had a presentation was Sony now. And there's some good, there's some good stuff in this CinemaCon, man. Unfortunately, a lot of it, isn't for our eyes. Um, 
CinemaCon shows things to those attendees and doesn't show the public, which certified sucks because some of the stuff I really want to see, like the fact that, number one, Bullet Train. It's an upcoming movie Mm -hmm. uh, starring Brad Pitt, and it looks really fun. They showed about 20 minutes of footage for that. Okay. Uh, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I'm just going to start rattling off. If either one of you have a a point, let's let's pause. But they showed about 30 seconds. Sorry, Tanner. Go ahead. No, I'm kidding. Sorry. I literally pointed. You were doing that. You were doing that. Uh, They showed about 30 seconds of footage of Craven the Hunter. Uh, They showed about 30 seconds of footage from Madam Web. And by 30 seconds, I mean like they show like quick action shots followed by black screen, action shots, black screen, and then like a title card. Like a trailer format, not like they plucked out 30 seconds from the final movie and showed that in its entirety. Yeah, like like somebody on their editing team cut together 30 seconds of badass footage that they could show audiences. Sure. Uh, Followed by those two Spider-Man movies, they formally announced Venom 3. Venom 3 is in development and it works. No details on release date or director or stars or anything, but it's happening. What about um, an Eminem made theme song venom three <laughs> <laughs> it's the trilogy yeah would we be so lucky yeah w- please eminem be good if you're listening to this you're not but if you are uh do venom three soundtrack please um followed by that they actually announced another new villain origin story movie for a character that nobody knows his name is el muerto he is a wrestler that Spider-Man goes up against. He's almost like a Bane equivalent. Yeah, it sounds like a Bane ripoff. And he is being played by Bad Bunny. Who the fuck is Bad Bunny? You he's know who Bad a... Bunny is. He's the Latino hip-hop star. Yeah, like one of the most popular artists in the world. Yeah, one of the most streamed audio ar- artist yeah. on Spotify last for the last two years, I think. He was on the Cardi B I Like It song. Yes. Yeah. Um, and he is a he's a his, he's a Hispanic actor who's playing El Muerto, which is a Hispanic character. But yeah, they they got Bad Bunny to star, and the film releases January fourteenth, twenty twenty four. So that's that's kind of the first big announcement. I think Bad Bunny came out on stage and, and kind of talked about his excitement for the project. He's going to be the first when this movie comes out, the first Latino male uh, starring superhero flick. Um, that, that is if Marvel doesn't release this rumored Halloween like special that they're releasing this year that's supposed to be like about like a werewolf that's also played by a Latino guy. Dude, they got to get it out there. They do. They do. <laughs> they also showed about 20 minutes of footage from Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, oh. uh, which is getting people really excited. But they did delay it last week to June of next year. Instead of coming out October of this year, it is dropping okay. June of next year. That was always kind of a weird release time for a movie that was going to be that big. Yeah, I thought so too. So They previously said that Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse was going to be part one of two. Well, part two was officially announced as called Beyond the Spider-Verse, and that's going to release Easter weekend 2024. Okay. Um, They also announced formally a sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, so a sequel to the the Ghostbusters movie that was such a success this time around uh, was uh, formally announced. Again, no details on plot or director or anything. And then they s- finished the Sony presentation 
with a trailer for a new biopic, but this time about the one and only George Foreman. Sony is doing a movie about George Foreman, the guy responsible for your grill. Um, and quite a successful boxing career. Yes, exactly. As well, <laughs> yes, as, as well as that. Um, so that's kind of the end of Sony's presentation. Nothing super crazy, but the Bad Bunny starring uh, thing is is what people are talking about there. So any notes on Sony or should we move on to Warner Bros? I mean, like you said, yeah, I wish we could see a lot more of this. But yeah, I mean, a lot of good stuff on the way. I didn't realize Craven was even that close to coming out. I think it's coming out in February of next year. Wow. I think it's coming. Happy birthday to me. Yeah. Well, yeah. So Warner Brothers started their show out with Matt Reeves and Robert Pattinson announcing the Batman is getting a sequel. Yay! They formally announced the sequel. They have no idea when it's coming out. No logo, no nothing they just announced that zoe kravitz is returning robert pattinson is returning and matt reeves is returning they should put the number two in the word the batman yeah like the Man. yeah yeah like, like, like when they do that yeah like what they did with like fantastic four like six <laughs> years ago it was like fan four stick yeah shout out to michael b jordan and i only uh knew that movie was coming out because that was a, at a time in my life when i was eating a lot of denny's and they had a denny's collab jeez that's how you know a movie's gonna be bad <laughs> in hindsight the the tears of the collab <clears throat> denny's is not where you want to be nah they also uh warner brothers thing was very dc heavy so they continued on by showing a new trailer for the flash they did not acknowledge Ezra Miller or even say his name once during their presentation. Tough for you, Logan. I know. Uh, I'm a huge Ezra Miller guy over here. Um, <laughs> but the trailer apparently is very heavy on Michael Keaton Batman. Like, very yeah. heavy. They show a retired Bruce Wayne that is in his Batcave showing several different bat suits and other villains he's fought. Um, so it's very uh, Michael Keaton heavy. Um, they then went on to show footage for Shazam 2. Shazam! Which releases December 16th of this year. They showed footage of Aquaman 2, which releases March 17th of next year. They showed a new trailer for the DC Super Pets, which <laughs> releases in July of this year. Thank God. <laughs> of all the dc movies that got shifted thank god this one's coming out this year i know the, the world would not uh do without keanu reeves as uh as bat Batman. dog bat dog yeah <laughs> and then they finished their dc and their entire presentation off entirely with footage of black adam releasing october 21st that was introduced by the rock the rock came out on stage and talked about how He's sick and tired of the movie getting delayed and how the movie's been being in production for the last 10 years. He's ready for it to hit screens. Um, so that's big. My brother in Christ, you are making the movie. Speed yeah. it up. <laughs> Sir, maybe don't have 15 different energy drinks. Zow. <laughs> they also showed a first look at Margot Robbie playing Barbie. So Barbie is getting its own movie. It releases July 21st, 2023. Margot Robbie plays Barbie. They, they released an image to the public as well of her 
in the classic pink car. Uh, so she's Barbie. She's perfect for Barbie. Yeah. But why, but why the fuck? Why, Originally why? was supposed to be Amy Schumer. What? Uh, but they changed it to Margot Robbie last minute. I can, I can see Amy yeah. doing good at that. Yeah, probably a comedy. Um, I'm pretty sure... Yeah, they also showed footage of the Elvis biopic that's coming out later this June, I think, or July. Dude, all the dads in that theater were just pumped. Dude, I'm pumped. <laughs> I don't know. I don't re- like. I don't really have strong feelings one way or another on Elvis. Yeah, I guess I don't either. I'm just ready for a. I just liked um, what you might call it so much, Bohemian Rhapsody. That I was oh, like, sure. give me all of the music biopics. I see. Okay, I can get behind that. Um, and then they also showed footage of Wonka starring Timothy Chalamet that drops uh, Christmas of 2023. Excuse me. Are you talking candy Joker? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. They also. Well, sorry. That's the end of Warner Brothers. It was pretty DC heavy with a couple other things uh, sprinkled in. For sure. Uh, Universal then took the stage and yeah, they had the sleep fest of uh of CinemaCon Universal and Paramount both kind of they kind of phoned it in and I'll, and I'll tell you why in a second. So Universal showed footage for Jordan Peele's Nope which comes out uh July of this summer or mm-hmm. July of this year, sorry. They showed footage and a trailer for Halloween Ends, the finale of the new Halloween trilogy that look, comes out look. this October. I know Tanner and I we, we loved that movie, didn't we? God, it's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they showed a new trailer for the highly anticipated Minions The Rise of Gru. Yes! That comes out July 1st. <laughs> I and then, uh, didn't realize we were podcasting with a 50s Facebook mom uh, <laughs> down there. <laughs> Loves the Minions. They, and then they capped off the show. They didn't do much. They capped off their presentation with a kind of a banger of an ending. They brought out Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum, and Sam Neill, and they unveiled the new trailer for Jurassic World Dominion, which comes out June 10th. Even with that ending, you you called it the sleeper? That's surprising, given the you're a big Jurassic World guy. Or Jurassic it is Park it guy. is the sleeper besides the new Jurassic World trailer, which okay, is absolutely okay. a banger if anybody hasn't seen it yet. It's good. Um and then Paramount took the stage right after Universal, same day. I wonder why they put them two together. Maybe because they're the most underwhelming. <laughs> um, they showed footage of Dungeons and Dragons, a movie that is due March 3rd, 2023, starring Chris Pine, which is apparently going to be Paramount's next big franchise, Dungeons and Dragons. This is flop written all over. It. Yeah. <laughs> Love Chris Pine. He's fine just this is this is like warcraft those yep i was just gonna make that same comparison i'm glad you did uh they showed footage of transformers rise of the beasts uh which releases june 9th 2023 they also showed and unveiled the title of the new uh quiet place spinoff called a quiet place day one they didn't show any footage is that you milking Tanner, is that milking the name? Yes, I'm milking it. Just yep. getting every last drop out of all these franchises. Yeah. That movie comes out 2023. Tanner's going to, Tanner, you might as well just keep doing it. Uh, they unveiled the logo for the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie that drops 2023. 
I'll watch that though. I love yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching all of these. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, they also showed a trailer for the new Mission Impossible movie called Mission Holy. Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One. Big milk. Part one. <laughs> they, they didn't learn with the uh, Divergent movie. Oh, no. And that movie comes out summer 2023. And then lastly, Paramount rushed their presentation because for their last two hours of their presentation, they showed their audience Top Gun Maverick. Like the movie? The movie in full. That's pretty cool. That is cool. Usually once or twice, and I think I forgot to mention it, but Universal actually showcased um, – the. it's called The Black Phone. It's a horror movie that stars Ethan Hawke. That's a horror thriller kind of thing sure. where Ethan Hawke plays this like this maniac that basically drives around the streets, picks up people, tortures them. And he kind of fucks with their mind by like calling a payphone that the other end of the phone is in their cell and he plays mind games on them. It's supposed yeah. to be some psychological thriller. It looks pretty good, actually, but kind of scary, too. Um, so I'm not sure if we're going to get into that. But for the finale, of course, we have Disney. <laughs> and Disney brought their A game with a few things. Number one, they showed 30 minutes of Lightyear, which drops in June. Apparently, people are very excited about Lightyear. I'm personally pretty excited about Lightyear. I think it's going to be pretty solid. Um, they showed about 25 minutes of Doctor Strange 2, which, hey, yep. comes out this Friday. Uh, Tanner and I and some buddies I know are going Thursday night, which is sick. Uh, and then Kevin Feige took the stage and didn't announce anything new. <laughs> but he said he's currently on his way to a retreat where him and the other executives are planning the next 10 years of MCU movies. So. What the fuck? Are they just going to sit around, smoke pot, and write shit down? Yeah, probably. Uh, this wasn't announced at the, at the uh, event, but the director of Fantastic Four dropped out. John Watts, the guy who directed the Spider-Man Home trilogy, okay. uh, he was supposed to direct Fantastic Four, but he dropped out from apparently because he wanted to take a break from superhero projects. I, I, I don't blame that. him, which, uh, which doesn't matter too much because I saw something circulating today that said that he is expected to return for Spider-Man 4 with Zendaya and Tom Holland also returning. Did they confirm one? Uh, it's not 100% confirmed, but um, that's the, that's the uh, you know, that's the word around town. Heavy rumored. Yeah. Next up, they showed footage for a movie called Amsterdam which was supposed to be like a 20th century Fox movie. And guys, let me read you this cast. Are you ready? Uh Uh-uh. You're not. I'll tell you this. Okay, this is the cast we're working with right now. You ready? We've got Michael Shannon, Timothy Oliphant, Zoe Saldana, Anna Taylor-Joy, Mike Myers, Robert De Niro, Taylor Swift, Rami Malek, Chris Rock, Margot Robbie, Michael B. Jordan, John David Washington, and Christian Bale. They just put up a like list of actors at a dartboard and just sort of picked whoever. Like it says, the movie takes place in 
the late 60s. And it is all about three friends, a doctor, a nurse, and an attorney all become prime suspects in a murder in the 19th. In the early 1900s. So another Knives Out. Maybe. Or uh, Death on the Nile, Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah. 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 Big year for the murder, or big era for the murder mystery. It's coming back. It is. Yeah. They then showed about 10 minutes of the Bob's Burgers movie, which drops Memorial Day weekend, which I might might check out. I might check out. No. And then they finished it by telling everybody to reach under their seats and grab some 3D glasses. And they showed uh, about 10 minutes of footage from Avatar 2. The water one? The Way of of Water, water. which is what it's called. It releases this Christmas. And they also announced that the trailer is dropping for the general public this Thursday, along with Doctor Strange 2. That's cool. <laughs> so we're going to see Avatar footage very soon. Movie that's been in development for uh, damn near 10 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will say that I did see a little bit of a leak on TikTok this morning. First thing I saw was Avatar's trailer. And I was like, man, I really wish I saw this for the first time watching Doctor Strange. But you know what? It looks really freaking good. Good yeah. uh, good choice of words saying that it leaked, given the water of it all. Ah. <laughs> so that's CinemaCon. A lot of, uh, lot of footage. A lot of it was just footage shown, um, but we did get confirmations and announcements and casts. And I'm sure some of these trailers are going to start coming out. Like they showed the Jurassic World trailer to that audience. They released it. They're, they showed Avatar. They're going to release it. I'm sure some more stuff is coming, but that's it. Hell yeah. So with that said, we can move right along into Moon Knight, episode Moon. five. We got one more to go, folks, after this, but uh, but Moon Knight, episode five. I'm going to let Tanner, since you haven't been here in a few weeks, I want you to lead. Talk about where the show has gone for you, and, uh, and then I'll let you throw it to Matt. And... So. Uh, you guys go back and forth on it. So, um, Moon Knight. I got halfway about halfway through it. It was just a little, you know, weird. And uh, this most recent episode is so. It was it was fucking incredible. Yeah. Like holy crap! I I, I still don't know if he's crazy or if it's real. Like there's just they they've created so much doubt in my mind. Mm-hmm. So many different routes this shows could go. Like, and the fact that there's only one season. And they may. And did you see that they're probably not even going to introduce him into the MCU? No, I didn't see that. Really? Yes. Yeah, it's weird because uh, they want to submit it to something for the Oscars. Sure. As a single standalone series. Okay. Which means he couldn't appear anywhere else. Which is, you know, his story has to end. Which I don't. That's the stupidest thing in the world. Don't they want money? I mean, if money or prestige, whichever they they want to go for. You know, I guess I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. But like, but um shoot, I had a train of thought, but it was uh I just I still don't know what the hell is gonna happen. I don't know how they're gonna wrap this up in one episode. There's so much to tie off. Do you feel that way? Um I feel that way a little bit, but also they're playing kind of fast and loose with um 
like they're doing a lot of like hand waving, like even at the end of yes or yesterday. I say that because I watched it yesterday. At the end of episode five, when the scales finally balanced, I thought they'd be able to go through the gate, but no, they went to the you know he went to the field of reeds. I'm like, well, okay, I guess wrong on that one. So I guess I don't really have a, a super clear understanding of the the rules we're working with here. So yeah, they have a, you know conceivably a long way to go, but I could also see them kind of you know just doing it right away just kind of getting them to where they want just saying oh yeah you know egyptian magic mythology why not (laughs) so i didn't like necessarily have like an issue with that i was like yeah i probably just don't understand what what they're working with super well yeah but damn is it good yeah that episode i was literally just staring at the screen the whole time the only times I looked away was to look at my the people I was watching it with, like holy shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's- wild, man. I will be honest and say that the last episode was a lot. Yeah, uh, there was a lot yeah. thrown at you, and there was a point when I was watching it, and I was like, I don't love what I don't love this. There's a sure. lot happening. Um, but by the end of the episode, you know, by the you know the cliffhanger we got for the, the this week's finale, it's cool. Um, I did see something that confirmed the runtime for this finale, and it's sh- the shortest Moon Knight episode so far. And I'm I'm a little bit on Tanner's end of like I'm kind of worried that it's going to feel rushed. I mean, a lot of people criticized Wandavision's finale for yeah. feeling really rushed with like, the Agatha stuff and the Monica Rambeau stuff and. Yeah. And like the big question of like, who is Evan Peters playing and in all kinds of stuff. And, and, and of course, wrapping up her story with her kids and with vision and with white vision, like the finale of WandaVision did a lot. And a lot of people criticized that. So I'm nervous, but at the same time, there's a reason that Marvel does everything. There's no coincidences. Uh, I don't think it's a co- coincidence that, this movie and or this show is ending the week Doctor Strange comes out. I have a f- heavy feeling that we might see Doctor Strange in an end credit scene uh, of some kind. Famously, there is a comic book team called the Midnight Suns, comprised of Ghost Rider, Moon Knight, Doctor Strange, and a couple others. Punisher, I think, as well. There's been heavy rumors that they're going to do something like that. Uh, but I, I don't know, man. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. But the show has a lot to do in the finale. He's yeah. got to go up against Ethan Hawke. He's got to figure out who he is. Are we going to meet that third personality, whoever's trapped in the sarcophagus? Yeah. There, there's a ton happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you said you didn't love this episode, Logan, just because it was so heavy, just because there was so much kind of in there with the relationship between Mark and Steven and Mark's past just – kind of a lot for you yeah and you know what i did appreciate some of the flashback stuff we got because and and that whole twist of it too like mm-hmm. that correct me if i'm wrong but like but steven invented mark other way around other way around yeah as like a coping mechanism mm-hmm. and then it was kind of a way when he Ran how I understand it is Stephen didn't really exist when Mark ran away, but then when his mom died and he couldn't go back in, Stephen kind of snapped back into existence and 
that kind of makes sense why you know steven's life is kind of split and yeah you know, confu- so confusing for him because he just kind of started existing you know a week or so before like when we meet him or however long it is several months maybe they said mm-hmm. yeah i mean i don't know for some reason it was just a lot and i mm-hmm. And while I did appreciate a lot of the elements, I just, and I know this is going to sound stupid coming from the dude who meets with you guys and talks about how geeky this stuff is every week, but the hippo thing was weird for me. I mean, <laughs> I, I couldn't get over it. The, the goddess of whatever she is, I yeah, I couldn't get past that, man. It just, if, if that's where I draw the line at talking animals then I've got a huge problem in my near future because I feel like the MCU is not going to back down from the weird. No. So I'm going to need to figure that out because... We might see Iron Dog on Thursday. You never know. (laughs) Yeah, for whatever multiversal stuff that goes down in Doctor Strange, like I need to prepare myself for some weird shit. Like (laughs) They've even released a first clip of Doctor Strange 2, and I watched it, and it's a... You see it in the trailer. You see him briefly fighting like a multi-tentacled monster or whatever. And watching that clip, I was like, this is so weird. Like, I feel like mainstream audiences aren't going to like Doctor Strange. I mean, I can... I feel like that's kind of already... Not necessarily been established. I think it had like a fine like opening theater but or opening thing. But by attaching it to Cumberbatch, I feel like they kind of knew going in that that would be a tough sell to people. Yeah. I don't know. Some of the weird stuff is and, and even in some like some of the older movies, like in Guardians 2, there were weird things. I was like, ah, that's that's this that's too weird for me. And I like Star Wars. And Star Wars yeah. is very weird. Right. Yeah. So what's your what's your problem? So I don't know what my deal is, man. <laughs> um but all in all, I mean I'm it's it's gonna be a wild ride on on Wednesday and it's going to be one of those that I'm going to wake up early to watch because, well, actually, this is this is a, a, a peek inside my life. But sure. on, on Wednesday, we have a coordination meeting with our venue. Um, it's our first uh, coordination because we got a month out coordination kind sure. of person instead of like a full engagement coordinator because money. Um, yep. Yeah. <laughs> so we have a meeting with her. So I'm taking a half day for that. So I'm just going to get home Shout and out. mash that moon night button. Hell yeah. So, uh, so maybe I don't have to wake up early to avoid spoilers. Cause I, I'll be honest with you guys. I removed Twitter from my phone this morning. I was gonna, um, send out like a test tweet when I saw that. I was gonna say, like, uh, Batman v Superman stinks, baby. <laughs> Cause you know, my ass would have replied and been yeah. like, <laughs> come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I saw one of the first tweets I saw when I got up this morning said, like, hey, Dr. Strange fans, I'm seeing tons of spoilers out there. So be careful. And I was like, you know what? I got a piece of Spider-Man ruined for me by looking yeah. at Twitter. I got a piece of WandaVision ruined for me for looking at Twitter. So I'm just going to I'm going to get rid of the app and re-download it Thursday night after I saw the movie. There you go. I uh I've honestly never had really issues with Marvel sports. I don't like follow like all the insiders and stuff. I intentionally try to like do that. Also, I'm I'm too addicted to uh uninstall it. So That's okay. <laughs> I yeah, I, I, but what I also did was 
<laughs> which is funny because last night I muted a bunch of words like Doctor Strange, multiverse, cameo. I, I muted a bunch of words on Twitter, but still this morning, the first thing I saw was a Doctor Strange hashtag. And I was like, what? Did, what? That, <laughs> did that not work? So um, so that's all besides the point. Moon Knight is ending uh, yes. this week. And uh, here's a little pre, uh, pre-review question. As of right now, where does Moon Knight sit in our tiered ranking? It's oh. Because part of me wants to put it in Infinity Stone, but I might be throwing it in Vibranium or maybe even the tier below. I don't know. I think it's Vibranium for me so far. I I don't think it's quite Infinity Stone. I really liked it and I thought it was good, but it's been... So I feel like part of the appeal of a lot of the MCU stuff is sort of how it ties... How how they can organically tie a lot of things together um like even like black panther a movie that's pretty much set like on its own still has enough kind of threads off of it that fit really cleanly into the rest of the universe that so far moon knight doesn't really have right and so if we're gonna use our tier system that we use for other mcu things i feel like I have to dock it a few for not quite pulling that off as well as a lot of other things. Sure. That's valid. What about you, Tanner? Where are you at? I'm with Matt on Vibranium. It's good, but it's not like drop your pants great. You know it's not I mean? it's not like I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. That's that's you know Yeah, it's it's just not like mind boggling. Like some elements of it, if we were to separate it, like the acting. That's Infinity Stone level acting. Like Oscar agree. Isaac's yeah. performance, like I wish I know superhero stuff doesn't get don't doesn't get much attention, but if Oscar Isaac got a nomination for best lead actor, mm-hmm. like that'd be pretty awesome because he's he's literally acting his heart out in in this show. It seems like especially after this last episode when we learned that it's literally a co- this two sides of the same coin, and we're able to tell who it is just largely through acting. Exactly. Easily. He seems so, like people. So I guess we'll see. We got predictions. We've got hopes. What? Where are you guys at in the odds of seeing any character in an end credit scene? Or to your point, Matt, is it so quote unquote disconnected that you don't know? Like, yeah, some people are pointing parallels to the fact that like, is it is it Stephen's character that lived in London? Yeah. So Steven lives in London and Eternals takes place in London. Some people think that we're going to see Kit Harrington's Black Knight character um, that was in the end credit scene of Eternals. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a possibility. Definitely. I, I, I don't know. Where, where are you guys at with uh, surprise cameos for the finale? Yeah. I Like you said, the, the tie-in with Doctor Strange is a very feasible possibility just given the timing and the the mysticism of it all. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm. I don't either. It's not happening in the episode. It's only end credits. Is kind right. of my prediction. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll go Doctor Strange. I, I think that's that'll be the tie-in. It's a probably pretty a, a pretty safe bet. I think it'll probably be Doctor Strange too as well. It could, although I like your thought of uh, Kit Harrington's character. That's mm-hmm. very possible. 
people too. Or any of the other Eternals from mm-hmm. London. That's a good, um, a good thought because they're kind of godly as well. Goldly, goldly, goldly. Well, very that, good. That's Moon Knight. Okay, that was good. That sounded just like it, him. It was. Yeah. Thanks so much. Um, <laughs> they. Uh, that's 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 Moon Knight. We got episode six this week, and we'll talk about it in full. Man, I keep thinking about it. Next week is going to be a banger of a, of an episode. Thick boy, a thick boy with Doctor Strange, Moon Knight, and possibly even if we finish it in a week, Ozark. Dude, I, we'll see, man. I'll I'll do my best, but uh, yeah, no, I've got a wedding much. this weekend, so I'm not sure if I'm going to get much uh, Ozark time. Cool, yeah, not too much uh, planning on the pod though. Just <laughs> right, get yeah, that out there, right. Um, so next up, I actually it'd been a minute since I'd been to the theater, and I was like, I I gotta see a movie. Yeah, I, I really want to see a movie, and. uh I was looking at maybe seeing The Northman, uh, that movie that's gotten a lot of attention with the Skarsgård uh, mm-hmm. actor that, that plays the lead role. But it, that's that Viking stuff, it's not really my cup of tea. Um, so I was like, eh, maybe I'll wait to stream that one. It's not your, uh, not your horn of ale. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for, for making that. that. That's good. I love that. The horn of ale. to get there, but I did it. You did it. You you put the pieces together a lot faster than I would have. Uh, but uh, and then I thought about doing, um, unbearable weight of massive talent. Sure. But then you had talked about that last week, and I was like, we could talk about something new. And so then, uh, for a split second, I was like, what if I go back and watch something that I missed, like the Lost City, like the comedy with Sandra Bullock oh, yeah, yeah. and and Channing Tatum? But instead. I looked at the show times and I saw that there's a new Mark Wahlberg movie out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, I like Mark Wahlberg. And I had never seen a trailer for this movie. I didn't know anything about it. So I went and saw Father Stew. So let me tell you about Father Stew, everybody. It's a new Mark Wahlberg movie, obviously, from my pre... Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um it clocks in at two hours and four minutes. It uh, is released exclusively in theaters. It's directed by Rosalind Ross, and it stars uh, Mark Wahlberg, uh, Malcolm McDowell, Jackie Weaver, Mel Gibson, <laughs> uh, and Teresa Ruiz. Ruiz, Ruiz, one of those two. Um, and this, this movie is about uh, – it follows the life of Father Stuart Long, a boxer-turned-priest who continues to inspire countless people during his journey from self-destruction to redemption. Now, this is based off of a true story. Okay. This, this Father Stu is a real man. So essentially, the gist of this movie – is that Stu is this guy who's a wannabe boxer. He's been boxing his whole life. And he is determined to make it big. And he's already pushing 40. And, you know, most of the time boxers make it big when they're late 20s, early 30s. And they're telling him that he doesn't have long before, you know, you're going to get to the age where you can't do this anymore. He keeps getting into concussions. And each time he gets into a concussion or he gets in a concussion, Jesus Christ, I can't speak. Every time he gets a concussion, he comes up with some crazy idea. Like he got one and then he was like, I'm going to move to L.A. and become an actor. So he moves to L.A. And while he's in L.A., he meets a girl. Classic story here. Meets this girl. 
wants to date her, but she's Catholic and she's very religious. And he says he's willing to do anything he can to impress her. So he goes to church with her. And at first he's, he comes from a family of atheists. He does not believe in God. He doesn't think God exists. He doesn't think any of that exists. Um, so he just fakes it for her. And then he gets into a horrible car accident. Horrible. Should I say motorcycle accident? Flies off the bike, scraping across the road, slight, literally water, like rocks skipping on water um, situation. Near death experience. Fuck, you must have been flying. Yeah. Yeah. And he has, he goes through all this shit to realize that he survived because he was closer with God in his dying moments. I don't know. He just had this realization and he was like, I'm going to be a Catholic priest. And then he goes through ups and downs, realizes he's got a rare skin disease that I don't know how to say this politically correct. So I'm just going to say it over time. His muscles are making him more and more and more less of a able person and turning sure. him more and more into someone who needs special care some assistance yeah. some assistance so it gets to the point where he can't even use his own arms and legs people have to feed him people have to push him people have to carry him but he's determined to be a catholic priest and and it's a good movie man it's it's good but let me tell you those two hours and four minutes felt forever uh, it also doesn't help that I peed four times during this movie. Dude, what? I peed wow. four times during this movie. And this is coming from a guy who never drinks heavy when he goes into a movie. I don't like to get up in a movie. I don't like to miss anything. But I had to go. And then I went and I realized about 10 minutes later that, damn, I broke the seal. So I went pee four times during this movie, which pissed me off so much <laughs> i was so i was like pissed at myself i was like god damn like what <laughs> what the hell's happening to me the third time you're saying that you're like come on man i thought i had this that's what i'm saying <laughs> so uh you know i can't say much i just wanted to give you guys the kind of the gist of the story i mean it was it was a good movie but i don't ever anticipate watching this movie again i would recommend it to people who like Mark Wahlberg, people who like movies about religion, about God, about faith. Um, Mel Gibson oddly does very, very well here. Uh, I didn't know he was in the movie. And when he was on screen, I was like, oh, shit, it's Mel Gibson. Um, And he does very well. Uh, Uh, I was talking to said that he plays kind of an asshole in this movie. And my reaction was, ah, what? Mel Gibson being an asshole? Never would have guessed. <laughs> he Did played it? himself. Yeah, Basically really. this deadbeat dad uh, situation. Um, and you know what? The movie's good, man. There's, moment, there's moments where they definitely wanted you to cry, but I didn't because I was sure. like, I'm, I'm not attached enough to this guy. Well, you're built different. <laughs> yeah. This is coming from a guy who cries every time he watches Toy Story or The Lion King. Oh. <laughs> Every time I hear you got a friend in me, I start bawling. Um, got a friend in me. So it was a good movie. If you like Mark Wahlberg, go see it. I don't implore anybody to rush to go see this. 
the only thing I can think of is if if you want a break in between the summer blockbusters and you want something just a little less intense, go see this movie. It's a nice break, but it will feel long. It sure. There were several times I looked at my watch and I was like, Jesus, no pun intended. What, um, uh, what would you give it on our on our scale? I give it a B plus. B plus. That's that's yeah. higher. The the acting and the story kept me in it. However. If it was any longer, man, it would it would have been a lower grade. I mean, it it felt forever, man. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I enjoyed it. Won't be in the top ten favorite movies, and it won't be in the top ten least. It, but it's better than some of the ones we watched so far this year. Sure, I liked it more than Morbius. Dang, I did. Mobius, Mobius, Midbius. Mobius. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I also forgot we saw Morbius until I just mentioned it. Yeah, I forgot about it too. Completely. <laughs> so that's Father <laughs> Stew. It's in theaters. Check it out. And uh, we can top this episode off with what have we been watching lately? What's sure. been going on? What's been in our queues? Tanner, what have you been watching? Anything? Is it raining? I, it is yeah. coming like, down out there. Pissing out like, there? Not, it is. Not shit's happening over here. It's just pissing by me. <laughs> Dude, I live like 10 minutes from him. I, <laughs> well, I guess the cloud just hasn't gotten you yet, fam. What the fuck? Okay. So what am I binging? Oh, I can't. I don't want to tell you. Tell me. The Sopranos. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> You're back on your bullshit. I am back on my bullshit. Well, it, video games count, right? Sure. What do you mean? Playing the it. shit out of Lego Star Wars? Not really as much. Like I'm trying to. Like I got off. Like I kind of petered in, and I've been petering in and out. You know. Yeah. Then I bought the Mafia Two remastered, and the Mafia Three. God, I got a problem. But, you do have a problem with mob stuff. Oh, I love it. I just can't stop. Just love mobbing. Hey. Um, yeah. If there's any mobsters listening, I'd like to help you out. <laughs> you mean you want to enlist in the, the mob? mob? In the mob? <laughs> Why not? It'd be fun. Are you shouting out organized crime at the moment? <laughs> Maybe. Hey, if, if Tanner ever decides to run for office, people are going to come back yeah, to this yeah. podcast and say, <laughs> on March 2nd, 2022, Tanner Smith said he supports organized crime. And not only supports, would like to be included in the future. <laughs> oh, oh God, that's good. My dog. Yeah, but that's what I've been binging. What what else? Fairy Odd Parents was on is on Netflix, so I've been watching a few episodes here and there. Dude, that new show, the live action, looks so bad. Which one? The live action. There's a live action Fairly Odd Parents they're making. Oh fuck that. Sorry. Excuse my tone. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's appropriate. That's yeah. I, I think the general general population uh, agrees with you on that. Good. Well, that. Anywho. What about you, Matt? Um, so you mentioned it earlier, but the Bob's Burgers movies coming out. I've been checking out some some episodes of that. I've like always sort of hopped in and out. I've never not enjoyed it, but like I've never given it like a super good chance. So I'm seeing if if there's something there um, in the next little while. Um, I know you talked about this movie briefly, Logan, but recently we watched uh, Death on the Nile. I did too. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty solid for what it was. I think sure. 
the the who done it um murder mystery isn't really always my favorite genre Same. Um, but that cast was pretty good um so probably in like the the mid to upper b range um some may sell a b to a b plus if you will sure. um and then <laughs> i know we uh we are supporters of him based on the fact that we gave him a happy birthday post, but I've been watching a fair amount of guys grocery games. By accident. That is just not a good show. It's, it's just not, but it just keeps showing up and I'm like, well, it's okay. on and I'm hungry. So. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Well, let's hear your list, Logan. You're always the most uh, diligent. Um, binger among us or is this i'm trying off month i'm trying there's a lot okay so i'm gonna read you off a bunch of names here and when i say i'm binging them that is a very very generous term sure uh that just means that i they are in my queue and i am in the middle of watching them but it does not mean i am being attentive to all of them um so of course moon knight we're all doing that um, I did watch very briefly last week. They dropped a little docu-series about John Wayne Gacy. Uh, uh, I did check yeah, that out. Guy, right? Ooh, yeah, the, he's the guy. They did the, uh, you know, a few years ago, they did the Ted Bundy tapes. Yeah. Well, they did the John Wayne Gacy tapes this time. Yeah. Um, and he's the guy who, yeah, would dress up as a clown and, and kill people or seduce other men and and kill them. I think he killed over 30 guys over the course of like a few Very years. House. Yep, that's the guy. Dumbass. It's, why, why would he think that? It's a, you you got to say that, hey, man, you, you can't be burying them. And then invite, dude, and this is the thing, is the guy was friends with a lot of local government, so he would just mm-hmm. invite like cops over for dinner, and they'd be like, what smells like rotting flesh? And he's just like, I don't know. How about all the dead bodies underneath my fucking house? Yeah, exactly. That's like what happens if you get it, if you try to get into organized crime, Tanner. Yeah, don't be putting your don't be putting your your enemies under your own damn house. It's not going to work. That, I can't do that here because people live under me. <laughs> that is the problem with being in an apartment. Yes. Yeah. Well, I got a closet. Well, I feel like that's, that's even worse. Let's change the subject. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Um, so, uh, so I watched that and that was solid. Um, I'm watching Halo, and I'm meh on it at this point. I stopped. Mid low. It's uh, it currently it's at C level, C minus maybe. I already quit. <laughs> Master Chief, more like Midster Chief. She. Like <laughs> um. I'm watching Atlanta, but I haven't watched an episode since the first two we watched, Matt. Same. <laughs> um, like it was, they were good. You know, you can go back and hear the evidence. We were both into it, but that's another one that's like that's almost better to just kind of catch all at once. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish they just released them all at once. Yeah. Um, I'm watching Winning Time on HBO, and that's very enjoyable. Is that the Charlie Sheen show? <laughs> Winning. Winning. <laughs> um, 
No, no, Matt. That's the show about the the rise of the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, I mixed them up. I, I yeah. was thinking you were watching old like two and a half men reruns or something. Yeah, you're mixing up uh, the documentary about Charlie Sheen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that show. Two and a half. Charlie Time. Um. So that and that's really solid. Uh, Moon Knight, of course, loving it. Me and Catherine briefly started Righteous Gemstones. Sure. And we've watched like three episodes of it, and it's fine. Uh, but again, like we're not actively hardcore watching it the thing we're hardcore watching right now is ozark we watched the first three episodes last night um and it gets off to a crazy freaking start um so we'll we'll review that as a group when we get the chance uh but uh ironically enough they released a uh an actual documentary about the los angeles lakers actually where they interview magic johnson shaquille o'neal uh you know what's his freaking name Kareem up, uh, Kareem, yeah, Kareem, yeah, uh, and that's pretty okay. Um, and then lastly, a show that I really enjoyed the first season of. They released the second season of it this last week. It's called Russian Doll. I've heard nothing but good things. I, I just haven't taken the plunge. Russian Doll, and the second season is. I have no desire to watch it. This first season was so much of a slam dunk. Yeah. That when I heard they were doing a second season, I was like, why? Sure. So I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of burnt out because there's, I'm at the point where there's so much shit that I want to watch. I'm not giving one show like the deserved time. Yeah. Except for Moon Knight. Like I put that over priority over everything else. Like I'm sure you guys do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like other than that, like if you told me that I couldn't, like if you canceled my Hulu tonight, I'd be like, oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> I guess I can't watch Atlanta. Less options. Yeah. And then same thing with like like the Magic Johnson stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's fine. I've learned enough about him. I, you could cut me off at this point and I, I, I wouldn't mind. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I watched a movie recently, though, and I thought it was fun, but I forget. Was it last weekend? <laughs> Father Stew? No, it was a movie. Ah. Uh, I see what you did there. It just wasn't good. No, it, it was. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad you said it because it, that is good. But I'm just brain dead. Sure. Update. Maybe because that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Wait, but update. It's freaking dumping now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so it's not just pissing; it's dumping there too. That's gross. It's literally shitting all over the place. Yeah, it's coming down hard. But either way. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, that was the Binge Boys 287. So, forgot to mention at the top, but on Friday, Special Epi's coming out, doing a run-through. I did a run-through with uh, Matt. Not this Matt, oh. but, but Guys on Tap Matt. Uh, the other night after we finished recording Guys on Tap, he was like, you excited for Doctor Strange? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, you want to do a run-through of Doctor Strange? And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, and we recorded it that right then and there, and it was really damn good. Nice. Uh, so that's coming out on Friday to celebrate the release of Doctor Strange 2. And, huh? We're, we're being replaced, Matt. For the no, don't yeah, you dare say that. Muscled out. <laughs> don't say that. Key. Not because I have two Matts in my life that I love equally. <laughs> uh, Ball. But you're the only Tanner in my life, Tanner. You're the only Tanner in my life. I've never met another Tanner. I'm the only Tanner in my life also. I haven't met another Tanner either. 
I've met another Tanner. I didn't like him very much. I like you more. Sheesh! That other Tanner catching strays. Dude. Oh, what if he's a big fan of the binge boys? He's just like, sheesh! Dude, I met another Tanner! He's catching the nuts right now. Our uh, our one class that we shared in uh, college together, he's just punching air. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Dang. Completely skipped out on all the group projects, and now he's calling, saying that he didn't like me very much. Yeah. He was a good person. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's that's tough yeah. for him. <laughs> <laughs> we like that. We like the sound effect. That was awesome. Yes. Um, we do love that sound effect. Thank you very much. We do love the sound effects. That's so great of you. Thanks so much. I'd like to thank not only Jesus, but God. Um, <laughs> so that's it guys that's that's binge boys that's binge boys 287 if you like what you heard make sure you tune in on friday for binge boys 288 for the run through on dr strange and if you like us just tell a friend follow us on social media take a chance on us tell your uh the next delivery driver you see that you've got a great podcast for them yeah I'll we're gonna you. start a movement Randy's going to be delivering some box meat to our uh, Publix tomorrow, and I'll tell Randy. Good. Please do. Shouts to Randy. Yeah, big shouts to Randy. I don't know if his name is Randy or not, but he looks like it. He looks oh, like a Randy. He looks like a Randy. Yeah, okay, but bye, I guess. I guess we get cut off. <laughs> no, that was the, the, the beat's coming in, but we can still bed, talk. Man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like this. Instead, yeah, but now we'll, now we'll fade it out. Yeah. See you guys. Really? I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 yeah.